In the stunned silence that followed, Sintra started to cry softly while holding her face in her hands. What just happened here, she said. Where did Venus and Martin just go? How come a butterfly came to fly in the space of the vanished pyramid? Was that Martin saying farewell? My heart aches with fear that I will never see him again. You all know how much Martin and I had to say to each other, and we must be given a chance to continue to explore what is possible between us. How can we join them wherever they are now? Can it be that they will come back to us and show us the way Or are we now left here with no way out? Mary went over to Sintra and put her arms around her, slowly rocking her back and forth as she spoke. Dear Sintra, I'm confident that we will find the chance to join Martin, Venus and Simon. They must have used the keys for a purpose and then left them for us to use. With your kind wishes, I think we can find a way to release the power contained in this luminous blue key that is now sending warm waves to my heart. We are on our way out of this room and somehow we will enter the world where Martin, Venus and Simons are dwelling and if we end up somewhere else, they will always be in our hearts. Let us celebrate the magic that we witnessed. They tamed their minds and they came to the top of the pyramid where they left without a trace. This could not have happened if they didn't know that the universe was waiting to welcome them. Now we need to find the ways to use the keys. We used them to enter this room, and now we must use them to find the way out. Time now for us to wake up from the illusion and have the courage to search for liberation without knowing in advance what liberation is, or what the so-called future is. We saw how Martin, Venus, and Simon were able to find the vibration that was created in the physical space between them, not knowing their destination, but with open hearts and minds. They trusted that the moment would bring them to the realm of peace. With my inspiration from the voice, with Sintra's training in traveling back to the past and moving anywhere, in the present time, with Paulus' experience to walk through the massive wall, without effort, we should be able to navigate the way forward. Sintra continued to sob and said, Mary, your words are soothing me, and I'm convinced that you have been given the power to lead us, but you must understand that I have a strong desire to reunite with Martin. I find it perverse that the longing for my son can stand in the way from being liberated from the prison we're in now. And why are we left here, having just witnessed the disappearance of Martin, Venus and Simon to the top of the pyramid? We do not know where they are now, but the three of them were liberated for reasons that we can only speculate about. Why did Martin not invite me instead of taking Simon along? I am his mother. Paulus' shoulders fell down and his face was overcome with sadness. Dear Sintra, I don't know how to handle your loss. How can I be with your sadness, with every fiber of my body, 
and at the same time not let your longing for Martin take such a hold on me that I am unable to focus on seeking freedom. The voice was suddenly back, bouncing between the walls, now with a metallic ring to it. She uttered one short sentence. Maybe you should agree about what the future really is. How does it exist? Could it be that the future is just one more illusion? Sintra was waiting for the voice to explain her question. When no explanation was offered, she decided to respond. The future exists in my imagination as a dream. I see myself wandering through a flowering meadow as a soft summer breeze speaks to my soul. I make an effortless dive into the very center of life. I experience my body so liberated that I can dance in the sky. That is the dream that I can taste in fleeting moments, but I just don't know how to bring myself to live in this beautiful dream. I know our past choices in life is the reason why we are in this place now, even if our memories have been made to fit our dreams of how we want to be in the world. Can it be that these keys left for us are not leading to what we have nominated to be the future, but to another dimension that we have yet to discover? Maybe the voice has found the right question. I now think that the future will always be just one more illusion. Mary moved slowly towards the two keys on the floor while seeking the eyes of Sintra and Paulus. She looked as if she was debating with herself to what to do next. After having walked three times around the place of the vanished pyramid, she whispered, I am sorry that I cannot bring myself to hand out the keys because Sintra is distracted by the hope that the key will open the door to Martin. Are you clinging to the dream of being the mother you couldn't be? Can you look at the situation through acceptance of where you are right now, pure and simple? I'm hoping that Martin, the man who transformed into luminous light, will have the power to liberate you with his loving spirit, which was left as a clear presence in the room. Please bring that spirit into your heart and rejoice with that. Paulus was holding his head in his hand, still unable to clear his mind from being in the grips of Sintra's tragedy. He was convinced that getting out of this room would depend on courage to dissolve thoughts of such complexity that was keeping him and Sintra stuck. When he looked at Mary, Paulus realized that the way to joyful existence was within reach and Mary was showing the way with her stainless mind. Paulus spoke and reflected on each word before it came over his lips. I realize that we have all been talking about the future, filling it with dreams and desires. We're also forming a common view that the way out is waiting to be revealed by us. The majestic walls of this room made escape seem impossible until we witness the opening 
of luminous cracks in one of these walls and the departure of Martin, Venus and Simon. Mary is telling us that her blue key that is resting about her heart is sending waves to her with some message that we will come to understand when Mary decides to hand the two remaining keys to Sintra and me. Bringing myself back to the moment when I walked effortlessly through the wall, there and then I found myself as being one with the universal love, pulsating between the past and the future and attached to neither one of them. What if we together can manifest unconditional love and generosity? What if it is within our wisdom to create the circumstances that will allow them to guide us? They made forgiveness to be the base of the pyramid, and I believe that this was the real reason why they could communicate by mingling their minds to be something more than any of them could have achieved alone. We must find the courage to forgive ourselves and each other for every foolish act and every unkind word and let the open space be filled with happiness. That is what they did and that is what we must do. When Paulus spoke these words, Sintra reached out and took the hands of Mary and Paulus. Please, I'm ready to receive the key and I know what I must do. I'm crying for joy, knowing that the keys are meant for our hearts and minds and have nothing to do with what most people think that keys are made for. Martin is nesting in my heart just the way he is remembered, and that is all that matters. In the silence followed Sintra's realization, the voice came back now speaking softly. You are inspired by the disappearance of Martin, Venus, and Simon. I'm glad that you were there to witness when it happened. You're closer to them than you can imagine, so time now to set up on your journey. What you saw will help you to open the doors to the stillness of the mind. Time to let go of me as a part of I. Mary, this is the moment to hand out the keys, the red key to Paulus and the white key to Sintra. Paulus spoke up and asked a voice, do the colors lead to a different destiny? Are we going to stay together? Instead, Mary responded and said that the voice had whispered to her how the keys were going to be used. The blue key, her key, had the power to remove subtle obstacles that could make the journey difficult. How the key would be used, the voice did not reveal, since that could only be understood through Mary's own experience in the moment. The voice had also told her that Paulus was given the red key to increase his ability to separate falsehood from truth. Sintra was given the white key which would give her the ability to set the first direction forward. Mary also said that it was necessary to continue together on the path, but the experience would be a personal matter. What that means, said Mary, is that we will be helping each other to go forward, but there is no meaning 
in us sharing the understanding of the experience itself, since such an explanation would not be understandable to anyone. It's time now to cross over to the other shore, the land of freedom and joy, where the pain of the past and images of the future have no place. When you have crossed the river, there is no need for you to carry the boat on your back when you resume the journey. That was the last word heard from the voice. After Mary's speech, the three of them were sitting in silence. The wall continued to widen, now producing sounds of a soft wind as the light filled the room and made each of them glow. The wall continued to open. Negative emotions melted away like snowflakes on a sunny flower meadow. Mary whispered into the breeze, let us journey to inner space, shedding the notion of me and mine. The wall continued to melt away, leaving a stunning view. Sintra stood up and walked to the place where the floor met the light. Mary and Paulus walked up to stand at her side. Sintra held her white key high above her and said, We have climbed to the top of this illusionary mountain of the ego and committed to release the me and mine into emptiness. We are about to take the step into space with courage and confidence. Now is the time to shed fear, just as we must abandon any hope of where we will end up. The space in front of us holds the universe together for the benefit of all that exists. We can now take this step, but first let us still our minds and send a prayer to the universe to help all those coming after us to find happiness and discover the place from where happiness comes. The moment was still as they fixed the gaze into the misty, luminous abyss, and then they took the step. There was this soft, swirly movement. No up, down, or sideways could be found. Jubilant joy settled in their minds, but no me and mind was there to enjoy it. They smiled as the stains in their hearts and the ghosts of their minds dissolved to freedom, conscious of each other, preparing for the journey. We have now come to the end of the Kappa Gates and to the beginning of the second book that take place in the south of India in a town called Bhuvanar. I'm still not finished writing it, but you will be the first to know when it will be available for you to listen to. I will now read a few pages to give you a taste of what is to come.
Bhuvanar. Like every other morning, Arun was getting up early. After his yoga session, he sat down with a cup of tea and turned his attention to the dense jungle surrounding him. He invited the sounds from birds, amphibians and insects to please his ears as he watched the cool Indian morning open up like a flower. He closed his eyes and let the fragrant breeze caress him. From the temple behind the jungle, the merry chanting and the sounding of drums were sending prayers to protect life and peace. A group of women dressed in bright, colorful saris passed by on the garden path with straight backs and heads held high. Life was a gift full of purpose and joy. Arun was home. At a moment like this, it was hard to imagine that several apocalyptic threats were approaching Bhuvanar, each with its own frightening speed.